So, what? Is it haunted? Uh, yes, Prince Paris. Sweet. Uh, what do I do? It's called a recap, my prince. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, just give me some space, because I'm like totally doing this from memory, and it's pretty hazy at best. So, like previously on the Silly History Boy show, a mega sweet deal for yours truly went totally sideways, and now Troy is at war with those Greek dorks. Helen of Sparta had agreed to come back to Troy with me and be my wife, dude. She was all like, oh, Paris, I love your watchboard stomach and crushing good looks. And I'm all like, yeah, I literally do no upkeep. It's just like genetics, babe. So her main squeeze, Menelaus, total wave hog as it happens was all like no who will help me with my totally lame shell collection now dude huh funny story i was pre-told by a predacious lady love goddess aphrodite when she and her totally weird and truth over familiar family with maxed out boundary issues rocked up and told me that helen would like totally be into me and my rocking bod my prince if we could just don't hog my intro dude where was i Oh, yeah, like, so Menelaus and some other king dude called Odysseus sailed to the court of King Priam, he's my dad, to tell him and Hector of Troy, my bro, you know, like my real bro, not just a bro bro, not that my bro bros aren't like my real bros, but they were all like, give Helen back, bro, and we Trojans were all like, no way, bro. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there, but I heard on the vine it was like totally amped. My prince, we really are out of time. Okay, okay, chill. So... Menelaus goes all narco to his big brother Agamemnon, huh, who really puts the egg in aggressive, and they all set out to come here to Troy, and they've even got some secret weapon, a Benny dude called Achilles or something. He's supposed to be like totally epic, but I, I don't know. Prince Pallet, please. What dude? The Greeks have arrived and have been outside the walls for nine years. Oh, so that's why I've been waxing my bow for so long. Yes, your grace. Oh, sweet. Catch you all on the flip side, podcast dudes. Gather ye friends round your flickering campfires and listen to tales of daring, horror and high adventure from the worn pages of history. Set aside thine hopes for support from the Arts Council and instead tell a tale of myth and gods because Pear Bear isn't capable of towing the line and doing subjects that are on the national curriculum. Oh wow, are we still going on about this? You bet we are. My autobiographical dance troupe, Tombo in the Tombets, has been delivered a lethal blow by your incompetence. Due to lack of funding, I've had to make all the Tombets redundant. Now the whole thing is reduced to me, solo, doing box step and jazz hands for 40 minutes. I'd watch that. Would you? <laughs> no. This week, dear listener, we return to ancient Greece, to a time of legend even to those who we today consider ancient and Greek. But before we do that, who are we and what has Pear Bear cost us? I am Uncle Bilbo, and due to a lack of funding, I have had to cancel my side project. 
I'm afraid Bilbo as Sean Bean, reading Mills and Boone, will now never see the light of day. Sorry, ladies. I am Tombo, and as well as the damage to my dance troupe, I've had to discard my other side project, Krampus-O-Gram, in which I, dressed as Krampus, would visit your house for a small fee and hit your children with a stick. I am your dear Uncle Bob-Bob, and my dreams of running my own fairground stall, Bob-Bob's Apple-Bob, three bobs for two bob, lie broken upon the spiky rocks of underfunding. And I am the Pear Bear. And it turns out ancient Greece is on the national curriculum, so you can all stop getting at me! What? It's true! Key stage one and two, actually. Gentlemen, fondings back on the menu. This is... The Silly History Boys Show! I never doubted you, Pear Bear. Even when Tombo and Bob Bob started talking about cutting dead weight. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It was really mean. What? Nine years have passed since our last episode. Nine long years in which the Greeks have assaulted Troy over and over again, but to no avail. It is said that the walls of Troy were built by the gods Apollo. Son of Zeus and god of light. And Poseidon. Brother of Zeus and god of the sea. During this time, the Greeks have attacked and plundered all the cities around Troy and have now ensured that the Trojans have no remaining allies. Troy stands alone. Have you started telling the story without me? Oh, 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 what are you doing? Who are you? Are you? I want to say Odin. Don't worry, chaps. This is Zeus, the god of gods, master of Olympus, wielder of the Aegis. I met him last episode. He's decided that he's narrating this story. I probably should have mentioned that now I think about it. I set the whole thing in motion, so it's only right that I tell the tale. You set it all in motion? How? I don't have time to repeat myself. Just go and listen to the last episode and, and, and give it a positive review while you're at it. Zeus commands thee! Who are you commanding now, husband? Oh, Who is this now? Hera, my love, what are you doing here? I couldn't find you on Olympus, so I thought it best to check you weren't off making more children without me. Again. I wouldn't do such a thing. You absolutely would. Has he tried to make children with any of you silly boys? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. Well, good. Wife, I, I am trying to tell the tale of the Trojan War. Uh, no child-making is happening here. Uh, you can return to Olympus with peace of mind. I think I'll stay. You'll probably tell it wrong anyway. Where had you got to? We are just about to rejoin the action in the tent of Agamemnon, the Greek king of kings. With him are his brother Menelaus, king of Sparta who's still more than a bit annoyed that his wife Helen has been stolen by the Trojan prince, Paris. Ugh, Paris. Hate that guy. Why don't you like him? Is it because he decided Aphrodite, goddess of love, was prettier than you? That's part of it. It's all of it, and you know it. Stupid Paris. And so we rejoin the action in Agamemnon's tent. Menelaus is there, and also Odysseus, the king of Ithaca, a man known for his incredible cunning. Where is Achilles? The Trojans are set to march from their gates and attack. We need all of our generals ready to go. 
Brother, he's still refusing to fight. He says neither he nor his myrmidons will fight for you again. Did you tell him that I command him to fight? I did. He called you some words that are not in any way suitable for a family-friendly show. I don't understand. This has come out of nowhere. Well, you did steal his girlfriend, remember? Briseis, daughter of the High Priest of Apollo? You used your power as King of Kings to make him give her to you last year. Oh yes, I did, didn't I? <laughs> is he really still annoyed about that? He is. You should have known better, Agamemnon. This whole war is about someone stealing a wife, after all. My wife, to be exact. Oh, how I miss Helen. She really knows how to help a man organise his shiny stone collection. Have I told you about my shiny stone collection, Odysseus? Yes, Menelaus, you have, on many occasions, in great painstaking detail, in fact. No one cares about your shiny stones, your wife losing dimwit. Hurtful! My kings, the Trojans march. Then we best get to it, eh? Gather the men, and let's show those Trojans what's what. But the prophecy, brother, we can't win without Achilles. To the underworld with your prophecies. I dreamt last night that we will take Troy today. Zeus himself told me so. Really? Well then, seeing as it's somewhere between 1600 and 1100 BC, a dream that someone else has had is good enough for me. To battle! Excuse me, uh, Mr Zeus? Yes, Bilbo? Did you really send Agamemnon a dream that he would take Troy on that day? I did. So is this the final battle? Does Troy fall now? What? No. There's a fair way to go yet. There's loads of bodies and a horse. Then why send him the dream? I thought it was funny. Plus, there was far too much sitting around going on. Nine years is a long time, and I was getting bored of nothing happening. But didn't you issue a decree to all the other gods that they weren't to get involved, or, or you'd destroy them? Something about burning them with lightning or, or, or something? I did. But then you got involved. Do your homework, Bilbo. My husband has always very much been a do-what-I-say-not-what-I-do kind of god. Oh, look now! Your ceaseless prattling has made me miss the start of the fighting. I hate missing violence. Come on, let's head down and join the Trojan princes Hector and Paris on the battlefield. This whole mess is totally your fault, bro. <laughs> no way, bro. Loose. I did not do anything wrong. Totally stole Menelaus' wife from him, you know? What can I say? Twist. It's true love, bro. She's like my whole world. Thong. That's beautiful, bro. Thanks, bro. But you gotta admit, a lot of people are dying for your relationship, man. It's too late now, Hector. Eat it. It's been nine years. I think you should. Give her back. The Greeks will, like, totally leave if you do. What? Sorry, bro, but that's not happening. You've doomed us all for, like, love, man. We're totally gonna win. I've no doubt about it. Aphrodite rides with us, bro. Where? Where? Is that Menelaus? Like... 
I think it is. That's Paris. Everybody stop. Stop fighting. Stop. Stop. You. Wife stealer. Face me in single combat, you weasel. Oh, with righteous pleasure. Don't do it, brother. You can't beat him. Have faith, bro. He's like totally old. Really fat. Hey, I heard that. I'll face you, Menelaus. But if I win, the Greeks must leave Helen with me in Troy. And make like a tree and sail away. Yeah, you heard me. And if I win, you Trojans must give me back my wife and pay a tribute for every Greek that has thus far lost their life because of this conflict that you started. Oh, fair call, dude. What weapons? Bow? Bow or bow? Real men do not decide their differences with arrows. One javelin each, then southern shield. Dude, first throw. Dibs. Go, blast! Fine. Hey, bro. Float me a javelin. Um, here you go. And uh, javelin throw. <laughs> you call that throwing a javelin? This is how you throw a javelin, pal. Oh, I totally smashed my shield, dude. And now I'm going to smash your face. I may be old and fat boy, but I'm still a Spartan. Now, prepare to die. No, dude, 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 wait, wait. I've, I've got a better, I've got a better idea. You'll give me my wife back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can totally have her back, dude. Um, I'm just going to go and get her for you. Uh, just going to go to Troy, you know, behind that totally huge impenetrable wall and get her for you. So you just wait here, dude. Uh, and I'll be back in two shakes. Oh, okay, okay. Off you go, then. I'll wait. Odysseus, can you believe it? I'm getting Ellen back. The war is over. Um, Menelaus, I, I don't think he's coming back. But of course he is. He said he was. Why would he lie? Uh, so you wouldn't kill him? Actually, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I should have just killed him, shouldn't I? Yep. Oh, yeah. Totally yup, bro. Here, eat some arrow. Ow! Yo, bro. That was a low blow. No one is taking Helen from me. Trojans, like, totally attack! And so, the Trojans leap the attack once more. Hector, like the hero he is, smashes Greek from their feet with every swing of his arm. Odysseus retreats with the wounded Menelaus. The Trojan advance seems unstoppable and is getting dangerously close to the Greek ships. Please, Achilles, the Trojans are almost to the ships. If they burn the ships, we're all done for. Please, Achilles, be the hero you're supposed to be. I am no longer a child, Odysseus. Your silver tongue and its hints at heroic glory have no effect on me. And you, Agamemnon, stole my girlfriend! I don't care for your ships or for you. Now go away. Patroclus, 
You're his best friend, man. Can't you talk some sense into him? Oh, they do make a good point, Achilles. Without ships, we really are in a lot of trouble. They could use the might of the Myrmidons out there. I will not fight for a man who has insulted me so deeply. Let the ships burn. Then let me fight in your place. I'll use your armor and lead the Myrmidons in a charge. The Trojans will think I'm you and they'll, they'll just flee in terror. Ah, uh, fine. But don't go and do anything stupid like single-handedly charge the walls of Troy or something. I wouldn't do anything so foolish. Silly goose. Myrmidons, to me. We march. And so Patroclus, dressed in Achilles' armor, leads a countercharge against the Trojans. He and the Myrmidons turn the tide and the Trojans retreat towards their walls. That's it, lads. They've got their backs to us. Unwise charge! What on earth are you? And why do you wear the armor of Achilles? I am Patroclus, cousin of Achilles and his greatest friend. You must be Hector. Face me in single combat. Are you sure you want to do that, bro? I'm pretty handy in a fight, you know. And you only got introduced as a character in the last scene. This whole setup has totally got another Protosilaus written all over it. Less talking, more fighting. Hiya! You're not bad, bro. Got some skills with a Z. Well, of course I have. I've got a whole backstory in everything. It's fascinating. How much of your backstory has the listener heard? None yet, but I assume I'll get a big reveal once this fight is over. Yeah, I don't think so, dude. Why? Because uh, this! Oh! Uh, yeah, but, but my, but my backstory. Sorry, bro. Already too many characters in this one. <laughs> that is nice armor. Uh, I think I'll have it. Yoink. Hector removes Achilles' armor from the dead man to keep for himself. I've never understood why they do that. Hasn't it got dead person all over it? Ooh. It's spoils of war! One of the main reasons for going to war! Treasure you steal from dead people! I just prefer my treasure with less blood on it, I suppose. Stop distracting me! After removing the armor, Hector attempts to take Patroclus' body back to Troy. Then, a huge fight breaks out again over possession of the corpse. Eventually, the Greeks, after a brave charge by Menelaus, manage to retrieve Patroclus and bring him back to Achilles' tent. Oh, Patroclus! I knew we should have introduced you in part one! Who did this, Odysseus? Who killed my friend? He had a backstory! It was Hector, Achilles. I'm sorry. Not as sorry as Hector's going to be, you're not. Bring me my armor! Um, Hector took it. Then bring me some new armor. So you'll rejoin the fight? I will, but not for you, and definitely not for Agamemnon. I fight to avenge Patroclus. We'll take it. Bring that man some armor! What do you want us to do with the body? Leave it here. My friend will have his funeral only after I have given him Hector's head. And so, Achilles leads a charge against the Trojans. 
His blood boils with rage at the death of his childhood friend. Are you Hector? Hey. Oh no, bro. He's, uh, he's over there. No? Then die! Ah! <laughs> you! Are you Hector? Not me, dude. Right. <laughs> oh, gnarly. Where is Hector? Are you Hector? Dude, if I say yes, will you let me go? No. Then, no. Ah! Run away! Run away! Run! The Trojans flee from Achilles' wrath until only one person remains in front of the city. You! You must be Hector! You are wearing my armor! I am indeed totally Hector, bro. Prince of Troy. You must be Achilles. I am! Prepare to die, Hector. Before we fight, let us agree. Whoever wins swears he will not do anything completely gruesome to the loser's body, yeah? Like, no cutting off bits and whatnot. I cannot make that promise. I swore to Patroclus that I would bring him your head. You'll be his carry-on luggage when he crosses the River Styx. In that case, there's only one thing to do. And what is that? This. Yoink! Get back here! The mighty Hector runs from Achilles. Achilles chases after him. Three times they circle the walls of Troy before Hector finally stops. Dude, stop chasing me. Absolutely not. You will die by my hand, Hector. I have sworn this to Zeus. It's true, he did. Haven't you heard, bro? I'm as invulnerable as you are. Plus, now I'm wearing your fancy armor. <laughs> I have no weaknesses. I cannot be defeated. Is that so? Uh, dude, <laughs> what are you going to do with that javelin? This javelin? Oh, nothing. Well, apart from this. <laughs> A javelin in the throat. It's my one weakness, bro. See that, Trojans? How'd you like your prince now? All javelined up in the neck and whatnot! Consumed with rage, Achilles ties Hector's ankles to the back of his chariot and proceeds to drag the poor fallen Trojan's body around in front of the city. King Prim and the royal household of Troy can do nothing but stare in horror from the top of the city's walls. As the sun descends, Achilles drags the body of Hector back to his tent then leaves it for the dogs. He has had his vengeance. Now the body of Protrochus can be burned. When the body of my friend is reduced to ashes, place the ashes in a golden casket. One day, my ashes will join his. What a touching sentiment. I wish my son could receive the same. Who are you, old man? I've not seen you in the camp before. I very much doubt you have. It's my first visit, if I'm being honest. May we speak in your tent, Achilles? Come on in. Now tell me, who are you? A grieving father, much as you are a grieving friend. Who is your son? Hector, Prince of Troy. I am King Priam. King Priam? 
You are either very brave or extremely foolish to come here. I am neither, Achilles. All I am is an old man who wants to give his son a funeral. If I killed you now, the war would end. You know that is not true. It would only firm the resolve of every Trojan to keep the Greeks out of the city. What do you want? I have told you. My son. Please. Let me take him back to Troy. Give him the funeral he deserves. Please. Without a funeral, his soul will wander, lost in the underworld, for eternity. <sighs> I have had enough of death. Enough of Troy. Fine. You may take your son. How long will you need for the funeral rites? Twelve days is our tradition. Then you have my word. There will be no more violence for twelve days. Bury your son, Priam. Now go. Leave me be. Priam returns to Troy with the body of Hector. Achilles goes to tell Agamemnon of the deal he has struck. You did what? I told him we will not attack for twelve days. What makes you think you have the right? Eh? Who do you think you are? I am Achilles. I have killed a prince today. Perhaps I'll turn my eyes to a king next. I should have you whipped. Gentlemen, this is getting us nowhere. Stop threatening each other and listen to me. I think I've just had an idea. And 12 days should be just the right amount of time to put it into action. 12 days pass. The peace promised by Achilles is kept and the Trojans bury their prince. On the morning of the 13th day, the Trojans prepare for hostilities to resume. Paris? I've been thinking. Cool. Sometimes I like thinking too. But not often though. Totally gives me brain pain. Do you ever think that maybe in some small way all of the death and destruction of the last ten years might... just might be partially our fault? <sighs> well, that's some real heavy things, Helen, bro. It just sort of crossed my mind that maybe if I went back to Menelaus... I could put a stop to all the bloodshed. No way, dude. He'll just totally kill you. We're still here, and we're still safe. They've not got through the walls yet, and they never will. Um, Paris? Yes, my love, bro? Where have the Greeks gone? What do you mean? Aren't they on the beach where the oars are? No, all I can see is smoke. No tents, no ships... No Greeks. Well, you're totally correct. Is that... Is that a giant wooden horse? Well, either that or I'm all aboard the feather train again, dude. Toot toot. But of course, dear listener, it was not a severe case of feta flashback, but a real, honest-to-goodness, giant wooden horse. The Trojans, amazed, open the gates and rush down to where the Greeks had once made their camp. All that now remained were ashes. The Greeks had burned their tents and sailed away. This horse stands exactly where Achilles' tent was. Hey, King Priam, dude, what should we, like, do with it? 
Now that is a good question. Burn it, father. It's totally a trap, dude. Not now, Cassandra. Your pronouncements of doom are such a drag. Man. That's Cassandra. Hers is a sad tale. She caught the attention of Apollo, who promised to show her how to see the future and interpret the signs of the gods. But after he had taught her, she changed her mind and told him to go away. Apollo was so enraged he cursed her. She tells the future, but Apollo made it so that no one will ever believe her. But father, that horse will totally cause the destruction of Troy. Oh, no way, man. Look at it. I mean, it might fall over. Maybe someone will get wiped out, but that's hardly the downfall of the city. It's full of Greeks, man. They're going to climb out of it, open the gates, and, like, totally kill everybody. Cassandra, this is no time to freak out, man. What a thing to say. You'll hurt the horse's feelings. Isn't that right, giant wooden Mr. Clibdiclop? Oh, man, it's so cherry. Ah! Off you go, young lady. I think you need a time out. King Priam, you did just stay. We, like, totally found a Greek deserter, bruh. Ah, sweet. Bring him before me. Take your hands off me. All I wanted to do was go home. Who are you? My name is Sinon. I'm a deserter from the Greek army. He's part of the trap, father. Now, now, Cassandra. Let me ask my questions. Right, my good man, lay it on me. What do you know about this horse? Um, yes. It's a test. That's what the kings were saying. Agamemnon? Yes, and Menelaus, Odysseus and Achilles. They all had a massive fallout after Achilles granted you 12 days of peace. Agamemnon was furious. Achilles said some very... Naughty words to him, and then got on his ship and sailed home with his myrmidons. So Achilles has split. He's like so not gone, he's totally in the horse. They've all gone. After Achilles left, the others all departed one after the other. The seer, Calchas, said that an offering had to be made to Troy as the victor, or Poseidon would sink all of their ships. Agamemnon said that a giant horse was what he wanted, and boom, there it is. Father, dude, do you not think he's, like, suspiciously well-informed for a deserter? Agamemnon said that we were to make it so giant, uh, you'd never be able to fit it inside the city. <laughs> Pretty giant, isn't it? Oh, it's totally huge. Suspiciously well-informed deserter narc. He said Trojans were rubbish at getting things like giant horses through city gates. Did he now? Well... Reverse psychology gauntlet laid down. We'll show him. Trojans, dismantle the gates in a huge chunk of the wall so we can get the horse in. Father, please. You're like so totally dooming us all. Shush now, Cassandra. Take a pill. Pop-up's working. Poor Cassandra. She's absolutely right, yet no one will believe her. Taking it in. See, I told you it would work. Oh, this is making me feel queasy. Can we get out yet? Of course we can't. Keep your voice down. I think I'm going to be sick. Please, 
Please don't. Oh, why did I think it was a good idea to eat nothing but beans for the last 12 days? I'm allergic to beans. While we're waiting, let's go over the plan one more time. Sinon, our deserter, will wait until everyone's asleep. Then he'll come and give us the signal. Once we're out, I and my men will open the gates. Menelaus, you and Achilles will take your men and head to the palace to find Helen. If the Trojans are anything like we are when celebrating, they'll all be so drunk they won't even know we've taken the city before it's too late. By that time, Agamemnon should have returned with the fleet. Achilles, Achilles, you're being awfully quiet. Is something bothering you? I'm just thinking about how we're taking all the risks whilst our King of Kings is sat on his ship, ready to sail on back and claim all the glory. Aw, oh, come on now, Achilles. Stop giving my brother such a hard time. We couldn't put all the kings in here, could we? Someone had to lead from the ship. Both of you keep your voices down. We're too close to victory for it all to be ruined by your bickering. They started it. Oh, oh, my tummy. Are you quite all right? Oh, I don't know. Something's not proper down there. I think, oh, I think I'm going to. Oh, by the God, that's better. Oh, excellent. We'll just sit in this enclosed space with that till midnight then. Oh, that, that is a thick one. Oh. Crikey, that is rich. Don't fight it, Jen. Lean into it. Don't struggle. It's the only way. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here comes another one. Paris, bro. Is this giant horse screaming? Oh, don't think so, dude. You totally need to lay off the feather, bro. And so the Trojans, completely ignoring the dire warnings of Cassandra, brought the horse into Troy. To do so, they had to dismantle the great gates and even break down part of the city's walls. They placed their trophy in the centre of town and a great celebration began. Wine flowed like the river sticks and come nightfall there was not a sober head in all of the city. As the wine and merriment took its toll on the people of Troy, they retired to their beds. Gone were the watchers on the walls. Gone were the soldiers in the streets. Troy had left itself utterly, utterly defenceless. As midnight fell, Simon, the deserter, who had been welcomed into Priam's hall as a friend, stole away from his hosts and removed the planks that concealed a trapdoor built into the bottom of the horse. They put a trapdoor in the horse's bottom? Hilarious. <laughs> the underside of the horse. You know what I mean, husband. Out of the trapdoor, oh so quietly, crept Odysseus, Menelaus, Achilles, and all their soldiers. Odysseus opened the gates of Troy and gazed in wonder at the Greek fleet, now returned and disgorging thousands of soldiers onto the shore. Menelaus and Achilles made straight for the palace in search of Helen. Agamemnon, at the head of his army, marched into Troy and then... The killing began. Cassandra, daughter, where are you? I'm here, father. Why are you, like, in your armor? You're totally too old to fight, dude. 
because Troy burns. Oh, my poor city. If only someone had warned me that the horse from the Greeks was totally bogus. Unbelievable. King Priam killed. The Greeks are like totally in the palace. Cassandra, find your brother and beat it. I'll hold them back as long as I can. Where is Paris? Where do you think? He'll be with Helen. Where else would he be? I like so warned you about her. There's no time for that now, my child. Run. Farewell, father. Newton, get after her. Don't let her escape. Yes, sir. Agamemnon, are you here to surrender? Ha! Most amusing, Priam, but no. Achilles, kill him. Do it yourself. This is not war. This is butchery. Do as I command. Finish what his son Paris started. Do not pretend that this is about Paris and Helen. This is, and has always been, about your insatiable lust for power. Of all the kings, Achilles, you are the one I hate most. Do you two, like, need a minute? No, we do not. I am done with killing. I'm going home. All the more spoils for me, then. Be off with you. I will deal with Priam myself. Not if I deal with you first. Old man, hi, yeah. Oh, oh, dude. The Brogen Dynasty dies tonight. Elsewhere in the palace, Helen and Paris can hear the Greeks getting closer and closer. Helen, bro, I totally still love you, even though it might have killed us all. And I love you too, Paris. Though I am starting to wish I'd said no back there in Sparta. Ellen? Why? Where are you? Are you out in the yard, Ellen? It's Menelaus. Paris, flee. He'll kill you. Oh, I can totally take him. No, you can't, you dear, sweet idiot. But he'll totally kill you, bro. Better one of us than both of us. Please, go. Okay, I'll come back for you. Farewell. Bro! Helen? Oh, there you are! I've been looking everywhere for you! Are you here to kill me, Menelaus? What? Kill you? Why would I do that? I love you. You're my wife. But I left you for another man, embarrassed you in front of all of your king friends. I brought shame upon you. I'm not saying we haven't got some stuff to work out, but killing you isn't going to help anything, is it? No, I'm going to take you back to Sparta. Things can go back to being just like they used to. Oh, then lead on, Menelaus. Take me to your ship. Oh, hooray! Oh, oh, I can't wait to show you some of the stones I've found over the last ten years. I've found red one. Blue one, green one, I found the yellow one, but it wasn't very shiny, so I didn't keep that one. But then, a couple of hours later, I thought, no, I'm Oh, Zeus, why couldn't he just have killed me? The city of Troy is burning. The Greek soldiers are like beasts released from the underworld. 
No one is safe. Men, women, and children, none are spared the blade. Blood flows in the streets. Get away from me! Leave me alone! We got our orders, love. Gotta kill ya. King said so. He didn't say we couldn't have a bit of fun with you first, though. Someone help me, please! None's coming about you, girlie. Nah, give her a kiss. Unhand her! Achilles, what are you on about? She's a Trojan. I said, leave her alone. Actually, you said unhand her, but whatever. No, we're claiming her as victory spoils. King Agamemnon said we could. Don't say I didn't warn you. Whoa, you totally killed your own men? To, like, save me? They are not my men. Now, go. Run while you still can. There will be nothing left to Troy by the morning. I, like, totally don't know how to thank you, dude. Then don't. Just go. Oh, Cassandra! Paris, no! Sweet! Ah! Oh, did you just shoot me in the heel? Oh, yeah, totally, bro. Who shoots people in the heel? Uh, I was actually aiming at your head, but I slipped. Um, sorry, bro. Well, sorry, not sorry. Actually, huh, you were totally attacking my sister. He was like, totally not, you idiot. He just saved my life. I think you you might have caught an artery. There's a surprising amount of blood coming out of this wound. Oh, whoa, dude, it's grim. Also, the arrow was totally poisoned. I think I might just take a sit down here. Just rest my eyes for a moment. Paris, dude. I think you just killed Achilles. The invincible Achilles, dude! An arrow in the heel. What a way to go. From this day forth, a person's greatest weakness will be called a Paris back foot. I like, I don't think that's what they'll call it. Dude, don't harsh my vibe. The rampaging Greeks continued the destruction until the sun rose and then continued some more. Such was their frenzy that they even started burning the temples to the gods and killing all the priests. Which actually annoyed all of we gods quite a lot. I would spend the next few years punishing pretty much everyone involved. Killing each other? Fine, but you leave the temples out of it. Perhaps if you hadn't started all of this, then we wouldn't have had to dish out so many punishments. I'll do what I want, wife. You'll do what you're told is what you'll do. So, is this what you two do all the time? Like, just argue with each other? Of course not. We plot against each other too. Oh, so much plotting. You wouldn't believe it. What happens after Troy is destroyed? Well, young Bilbo, that is a tale for another day. But there's so many loose ends. I mean, what happens to Agamemnon? Gets murdered. Paris? Murdered. Cassandra? Captured by Agamemnon. Then murdered. Good lord, the Greeks didn't muck about, did they? Um, what about Menelaus and Helen? Murdered? Uh, no, actually. They lived in Sparta and died peacefully, inspecting stones till they reached a ripe old age, I shouldn't wonder. Oh, well, that's not so bad. What about Odysseus? 
What happened to him? Odysseus? Oh, well, let's just say that the ten years of the Trojan War were only the first half of this story. And we definitely don't have time to get into it now. Come, Zeus, we return to Olympus. Indeed, Hera, my darling. Let us away. Farewell, silly history boys, until we meet again. Zeus powers, Zeus evade! Am I... am I being Pear Bear now? Oh, there were so many characters in this episode, I'm starting to lose track of who I am! And what a body count. I think we might have set a new record this week. Don't think it's a record that will last very long. Just wait until the Christmas episode. Wall-to-wall slaughter. Doesn't that sound jolly? Well, I think that's enough ancient Greeks for me for a while. Uh, do you think we did enough to get funding? I certainly feel like I've learned a lot. Oh, yes. Many things have been learnt. Such as? Never dismantle your impenetrable walls to bring a giant horse filled with your enemies into your city. Never steal a man's wife and take her back to your house if you're then going to cause a conflict so massive it becomes a major contributing factor to the downfall of your civilization. Never spend 12 days eating beans if you're then going to be in an enclosed space with other people for a prolonged amount of time. So, what we're actually saying is, we learned... Nothing. No, nope. not, not a job. Didn't learn a thing. Absolutely. I refuse to learn. Nothing goes in my fact goes out the other. Nothing is learnt. Well, listener, that brings us to the end of another episode. Tune in next time for another healthy spoonful of ridiculousness. We have been the silly history boys. And as ever we are Sorry. Sorry. Episode 22, or Troy Part 2, Troy Harder, was written and produced by the Silly History Boys. The parts of Paris, King Priam, Patroclus, various Trojans and various Greeks were played by Will Uncle Bilbo Tristram. He had a lot to do this week and he did it with aplomb. Four different surfer bros, dude. He did four different bros and he made each of them individual. Well done, Bilbo. The parts of Zeus, Odysseus, various Trojans and various Greeks were played by Rob, Uncle Bob, Bob Bond, dear Uncle Bob Bob, thank you for all your work this week. The parts of Agamemnon, Hector, various Trojans, various Greeks and Sinon the Deserter were played by Tom Tombo Fermor. And the parts of Menelaus, Achilles, various Trojans and various Greeks were played by Stu the Pear Bear Perry. I nearly forgot my own surname. That's how tired I am, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the part of the tragic Cassandra was played by Gemma Velma von Mrs. Bob Bob Bond. Thank you, Mrs. Bob Bob. You did fabulous work. And the part of the goddess Hera was played by the Beth Star. Thank you, Beth Star. You are very good. Uh, and finally, the part of Helen 
the face that launched a thousand ships and polished a thousand shiny stones for Menelaus was played by Lara Larry Breadbin Bradban. Additional sound effects, well, all sound effects actually, by zapsplat.com. Thank you, zapsplat.com. Uh, music by Scott Buckley. Thank you, Scott Buckley, for all your free music. And super special mention for music for Henry Maye of Battleforge Productions with the song Through Fire and War, or as we call it, the awesome Achilles music. And finally, thanks to Rob Lord Fastfingers Tristram for the theme music. I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, I'm quite worn out now. This was quite a long episode and quite a lot happened in it. And I have been editing it for nearly a week now. And I'm tired, so I'm going. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform. Hit us up on The Soch, as I believe it's called. And uh, send us an email. We're still checking that inbox. Not had a single email yet. You can get us at sillyhistoryboysshow at gmail.com. Send us an email. Even if it's just to complain about how rubbish we are. Please don't. That would hurt our feelings. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. A Goodbye. I have had to cancel my side project. I'm afraid Bilbo has shown... Ooh... Not my boots. Somebody's stupid Christmas present. Fine. Ugh.